With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. And all who are thirsty And all who are Come to the fountain And keep your heart in the streams of life Let the pain and sorrow Be washed away
Another edition of Prayer International Radio. This is Chris Herzog, and I'm filling in for John Holmberg tonight. Normally, he uh, does the broadcast from about 10 to 11. Sometimes he'll do, you know, 10 o'clock all night long, so until uh, midnight or whatever. But, anyways, we, uh, as you can tell, if you're tuned in, we're starting our new schedule from 9 to 11 o'clock, and that'll be Central Time. We're broadcasting out of 
DeSoto, Texas at the time being, and that's changing about every 10 minutes. So praise the Lord. Well, if you need to call in, uh, call in and listen for a little while because we do not have the switchboard up and no way to screen the calls. But if you want to call in and listen, 619-638-8458. You can always email us at prayerinternational at gmail.com. And we have the website, www.prayerinternational.org. Praise the Lord. Well, let's open up the word. Before we do, let's give this night, give this broadcast to the Lord. For those of you tuned in, feel free to get into the chat room and just chat amongst yourselves. Uh, I'm not in there yet. I'm actually traveling at the moment. But praise God for technology. And we can pray while we move. And we don't have to be in one place. And you know God hears us as two or more are gathered together in his name. He is gathered in their midst. And as we lift up his name tonight, he's gathered in our midst. Praise God. So let's go before the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you praise, we give you honor, we give you glory. Father, tonight we hallow your name, Lord. Just like Jesus told us to pray, we hallow your name, we praise you. We set you apart, we set you on high, Father, and we declare, Father, that your name is higher than any other name. Father, you are exalted in all the earth. And tonight, Father, we just lift up your holy name and declare glory, honor, power, and worthy is the Lamb that was slain, Lord. We just thank you for the blood of Jesus tonight. We declare there's salvation in no other name but the name of Jesus. But it's not by works of righteousness. It's not by your works. It's not by your religious acts. It's not by your goodness. Jesus himself said, there is no one good but God. So, Father, we thank you for Christ, for the blood, for the sacrifice. Lord, we thank you. Tonight, Father, we just plead your blood. We ask for your mercy. Father, forgive us of our sins tonight, Lord, those that have sinned against us, let us walk in a spirit of forgiveness. Let us walk with the right attitude, with the right heart. Begin to fine-tune and adjust us on the inside, Father, so that we can be a praise in the earth. Father, lift us up so that all men will come near. You said if we lift you up, you would lift us up, Father, that if we humble ourselves, you would lift us up. And Father, you said you would make all who bear your name great, that we would be a praise in the earth, we would be the head and not the tail, Father, that we would walk and not faint. Father, we thank you that you are renewing strength tonight for those that are weary, those that are faint-hearted. Father, we thank you, Lord God, that you're bringing rain on the dry ground, spiritually and physically and naturally. Even over the Dallas-Fort Worth area, Father, and over Texas, over our nation, Father, that you would begin to disperse rain over the desert, over the dry, parched places, Father, that where there is death and dryness, you would bring life, you would bring abundance, fertility, Father, you would begin to bring, Lord God, your rain. And, Father, we thank you, Lord God, that you would begin to turn the atmospheres, Father, as men and women turn their hearts to you as righteousness begins to invade our land. 
that you would begin to heal our land, Father. Lord, you said if we would humble ourselves and pray and seek your face and turn from our wicked ways, that you would hear from heaven and heal our land. Well, Father, we say we turn and forgive our nation, forgive our country, forgive your church in America, forgive your people. But we know not what we do, and even though the things that we know what we do, Father, we ask that, Father, you would not make us a reproach, but, Lord, you would purify your bride. Now, Father, we just thank you, Lord God, that you're touching hearts, you're changing lives, that you're drawing and calling your people. Father, help us to answer your call to pray. Thank you, Lord. Now, Father, we turn this service over to you, Lord. I ask that you would speak tonight. Touch those. Speak a word, an instant word in season to those that are looking for encouragement, for motivation, for empowerment, for healing, for life, for direction, for correction. Whatever it is, Father, we pray that you would touch and meet the need, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, praise God. Hey, we are going to get into a few things tonight, but before we do, I just want to say, you know, we are lifting up a watch of prayer around the globe, praying for America, praying for Israel, praying for nations. As prayer requests come in, we lift up these prayer requests to the Lord. So we just want to thank you. Continue to send in your prayer requests. We want to hear what God is doing. We want to hear the praise reports of God's touching. We want to know about it. If God's answering your prayer, maybe you're praying about things you haven't even shared with our show, but you just want to testify about what Jesus is doing in your life. You just want to testify about the goodness of God and how good God is. We want to know about that stuff too because we... Not only are we a prayer-oriented internet radio station or channel, whatever you want to call it, program, eventually hopefully a whole program, whole channel, maybe a whole network, because we need prayer 24-7. We need to create. Just like Jesus says, Lord, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. If we begin to look in the book of Revelation and see just exactly what's happening in heaven. We begin to see the way the prayers of the saints rise up like incense before the nostrils of God and the angels of God collected in the gold censers. There's a reason that's happening. It's going on night and day. That's why Paul said, pray without ceasing and in everything give thanks for the wisdom. This is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Do good unto all men. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks continually. For this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Now let's think about that. What if we all began... We're so concerned about, God, your will. I want to do your will. I want to do your will, oh God. What's your will for my life, Jesus? Well, let's back up and see what the Word says. 
Rejoice always. Live peaceably with all men. Do good unto all. Think about those things. Let's think about those things. Pray without ceasing and give thanks always. So we're told to rejoice always, which is praise, worship, adoration. We're told to pray continually. We're told to give thanks. And everything, give thanks. For this is the will of, of God for you in Christ Jesus. There it is. There's the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. If you're in Christ, real simple. So start there. Start there. I need to start there. I need to continue in that. I need to finish strong in that. And so do you. So let's break it down one more time so we get it burned in our hearts. See, it's not how much of the word we, we read or how much we get into the word. You know what it is? How much of the word gets into you? God said meditate, meditate, night and day, meditate, meditate. You know what that word means? It means ruminate. That word is, is comes from ruminate. Ruminate. And that word ruminate, which is from rumen, the word rumen is a cow's stomach. You know how a cow eats? Well, we won't get into all of it, but let's just say they go over it and over it and chew it, go over it and over it and chew it, and they ruminate. And God says, chew and cease and absorb and mulch on to go over and over and over until you completely digest it, absorb it, taste it, enjoy it, get every little beneficial drop out of it. Like my brother Patrick said earlier today, it's like chewing gum. A chewing gum, chewing gum. You chew and chew and chew and chew and you extract all the flavor out of it, get all the sugar out of it, chew and chew and chew and chew, and there's still more flavor. And chew and chew and chew. And God says, meditate, ruminate, rumin, chew, munch on my word. And then you shall have good success. You want to know why success comes to certain people? Because they commit certain principles of the word to their lives. funny, we can even see sometimes the the wicked prospering, but when we look at some of these businesses and corporations and the way that they structure their businesses, a lot of times it's with biblical principles, even though they're not necessarily claiming Christ, but they actually follow God's word in, in biblical business principles, and therefore they prosper. And so what I'm saying with that is As we apply God's principles to our lives We'll see God manifest in different areas of our lives He says those who are willing and obedient Will eat the good of the land 
And what are you going to be willing to? You got to be willing to obey, willing to do the will of God and not your own will, willing to submit yourself to God and resist the devil. Then the Bible says he will flee from you. So you want to know why the devil doesn't flee from you? Because you don't resist him. You entertain him. But you don't resist him. See, the church has traded empowerment. See, we're, we're told to be empowered and encouraged for entertainment. See, we want to be entertained and, and, and stroked instead of empowered. See, that's why the Holy Spirit came. The Holy Spirit didn't come to appease us. He came to appease the Father. He came to lead us into what the Father is speaking, what the Father is doing, what the Father is orchestrating. He's in the middle of it, actually manifesting that orchestration all over the face of the earth. But it's what the Father says. It's to appease the Father. That which is not faith is sin, and without faith it's impossible to please God. So we're called to please God. And see, if we put God first, If we put the things of God first, if we meditate on the word night and day and have good success, and we do not depart from what it says, see, like David said in Psalm 1, he said, Meditate night and day on the word, and he'll be like a tree planted beside rivers of living water whose leaf will not. Whither its flower will not fade, whatever it does will prosper. But the wicked are not so. They're like chaff which the wind blows away. Why? Because they're not watered by the word. They get dry and dusty. They're not rooted and grounded in the spirit. They're rooted and grounded in love of God. Why? There's no stability. See, when you're a tree, you're rooted. The roots of a tree go down deep into the soil. They get watered. The deeper the roots, the longer it can go, the taller it gets. And the deeper you get rooted into the things of God, into the Spirit of God, into allowing the love of God to go deep. And you allow that Word of God to penetrate your heart, to begin to cultivate and, and Produce the character and the life of God in you as you begin to actually obey it and do what it says. And the next thing you know, you'll be prospering and you'll have good success, and things in your life will be turning around. See, God has a way of turning things. See, seasons change, remember. They don't stay the same. Winter is not like summer. Spring is not like winter. Fall 
completely different season. The leaves are changing, things become beautiful, yet things start to die and drop off. That's how things are in God. See, the more you behold His beauty, the more you begin to appreciate the beauty of God and the glory of God, you begin to get caught up in the Spirit of God. Then the next thing you know, your flesh begins to die. Your flesh begins to drop off. The things of the world grow strangely dim in the light of His glory and grace. And so as you behold Him, you're changed. As you behold His glory, you're changed. As you look unto Jesus... You can lay aside every way, every sin that easily besets you. <laughs> How are you going to run a race with chains on your ankles? Let's see if you lay aside every weight sin that easily besets you. How can you do that? You hide your, his word in your heart. You meditate night and day. So you use the thoughts, words of your mouth. The meditations of your heart, the thoughts in your mind, the season under God, your actions. So, so what you put your hand to? God allows it to prosper. Pleasing and acceptable unto God. Present your body. See, he says, don't just give me your mouth. Don't just give me your mind. Don't just give me your heart. I want all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. I want your body too. Everything. All of it. Fully committed. See, Jesus was fully committed. You know that? Imagine if he said, oh, yeah, I'll pray, but I'm not going to go to the cross. Oh, I'll do miracles, but I'm not going to go to the cross. Oh, I'll heal the sick. I'll, I'll even raise the dead, but I'm not doing this cross business. That's just too much. That's just just pushing it a little, that's just taking this religious thing just a little too far. I mean, come on. But no, he endured the cross, despising the shame for the joy that was set before him. He knew. He knew what he was getting into. He knew what he was getting into. Jesus knew. All-knowing, all-powerful Jesus laid down his life for you, for me. Yeah, he wrestled in the garden. But see, what was lost in the garden of Eden was gained back, was given back in the garden of Gethsemane. See, Adam and Eve fell in the garden of Eden and lost their authority lost their ability in God but here Christ comes and sweats those drops of blood and sheds that blood and begins to purchase and redeem man by those drops of blood dropping in that sand of that garden what was lost in the garden of Eden was redeemed in the garden of Gethsemane and here was Jesus Crying out, Lord, take this cup from me. See, don't think it wasn't hard. Come on. He was tempted in all points, just 
like we were, yet without sin. Oh, did did he feel the pain, or was he God? He just magically made the pain go away? No, he took it. See, Isaiah 53, he was wounded for our transgressions. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. He endured the cross, despising the shame. See, he endured. He took it. Why? So you could be free. Why? So you could be saved. So you could be healed. So you could be at peace with no anxiety. So you could be at peace with God. And when your ways are pleasing to God, even God can turn and make your enemies at peace with you. Oh, he can. Does he do it in every situation? No, if that were the case. Jesus would have never had to run from Herod. Jesus would have never had a Pilate in his face. Jesus never would have had a Jesus. Judas turn him over. Because God would have just turned their hearts and everybody just would have loved Jesus. But that wasn't the case. Sometimes we think, well... Maybe God will just turn their hearts and they'll just love me, Lord. But Jesus said, Blessed are you who are persecuted for righteousness' sake. Blessed are you. Consider it pure joy, brothers, Paul said, whenever you face various temptations and trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Uh Uh-oh. You mean all that time I was praying for patience, Lord? And here comes my faith to be tested. You got two choices. Either stop praying for patience or allow God to work a process in you so that he gets glory and so that you become that praise in the earth that the Lord has called you to be. So if you're just tuning in tonight, not sure where we're going, but sure like to ride. So this is Prayer International Radio. Keep rolling if you want. Whatever you want to do. We're just going to keep on rolling. What do y'all think? I like rolling. My wife says thumbs up on the rolling around. So, hey. So this is Prayer International Radio. We're just going to keep on rolling. 619-638-8458. Go to the phone. Listen in. Call in. Whatever you do, do what you do. Prayerinternational at gmail.com. Email address. Feel free to give us your questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, praise reports, whatever you've got, bring it. And, of course, you can always check out the website, www.prayerinternational.org. Well, Father, we just ask, Lord God, right now for the nations you said, Lord, you would give us nations that we do not know, and all nations would come. So, Father, we just speak to the nations. So we don't have Darlene Chet shouting to nations tonight. We're shouting. And Father, we just ask, Lord God, that your glory would cover the earth like the waters cover the sea. Father, we lift up the United States of America and our president, Barack Obama, and the cabinet. And every person, his family, Lord God, every person in the Senate, Congress, in our government, our Governor Luke Perry here in Texas, as 
Father Rick Perry. Sorry. <laughs> the Rick Perry. Yeah. God bless him. Father, we just asked right now. Sorry, I just had a 902 with no flashback, I guess. Luke Perry. Anyways. Glory be to Jesus. Father, we just pray for our nation right now. Lord, have mercy. And we just pray, Lord God, that you would move mightily in our nation. Turn the hearts of every American, every man, every woman, every child in this nation, Father, that they would know you in a real and living way, that they would know Jesus as Lord and Savior, that they would know the Holy Spirit as the baptizer, the comforter, the healer, the deliverer, the guide. Father, we pray, Lord God, that you would send forth laborers into the harvest, not only on foreign soil, but we pray for our nation, Lord, bring those from other nations, bring those from other places that are having experiences with you to come reveal Christ, even to those in our nation that are hardened. Father, begin to visit our churches, Father, by the power of your Holy Spirit. Begin to awaken your bride, awaken your church, awaken, Father, your people to the glory of God. Awaken them to your love, Lord. Father, we just shout, Lord. We just ask, Lord, for the corners of the earth. Father, that you would, Lord, pour out your glory. And yes, Lord, send the missionaries. Send your people, Lord. Send your people to the four corners of the earth. And we pray, Father, that you would reveal yourself even those in third world countries, those that are going through uh, slave trading and, and traffic trading, the sex trade, Lord, we just pray that you would begin to intervene, begin to uncover these things that are going on in darkness. We pray that all things would be hidden, that they would be revealed. All things that be hidden would be revealed in Jesus' name. But, Father, you would begin to uncover, Father God, every deed of darkness and every unfruitful work that's taking place not only in our nation but in these other nations. And, uh, Father, you would just begin to send your people in to speak for justice and begin to speak for justice and begin, Lord God, to overcome evil with good. Turn these things around. Father, turn around the abortion situation in our nation. Father, turn around, Lord God, those that would begin to raise up the, the awareness for the Muslim faith and begin to attack the Christian faith. Father, we pray, Lord God, that you would begin to even make our president aware of what's going on with that situation, Lord, and begin to turn his heart, Father. Father, we just ask, Lord God, for Jesus Christ to be revealed. For Jesus Christ to be revealed to every heart. To every heart. Praise God. Thank you, Father. Well, glory to God. So I'm not sure where we're going, but we're going to get there. You know, faith, God says we go from faith to faith and glory to glory and that. We need to walk in proportion to the faith that we have. Sometimes it's hard to trust and believe God in things. Sometimes when we go through trials, situations, it's really hard to trust that God is in the midst. God is actually breathing on our behalf or orchestrating things for us, even though sometimes it seems like we go through trials, you know, we go through tragedies. 
But you know, sometimes God takes our tragedy and He turns them into triumph. He allows us to conquer our concerns when we place our trust in it. You know, He says, look, trust in the Lord with all your heart. In all your ways, acknowledge me, and I will direct your path. You see, the first part of that is trust, 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 trust. See, we have to begin to trust God's word. And I don't mean just his written word, although that's very important. See, sometimes we can extract his written word without really listening to his labor, without really listening to what's God speaking over our lives now. What's God speaking over this person's life or that person's life or this situation I'm about to enter into. It's very important that along with having a scriptural, biblical foundation in our lives, we hear the voice of God. See, prayer is a two-way deal. Prayer is not just declaring and decreeing and speaking and talking. But prayer is listening and prayer is hearing God. And prayer is receiving from God. Do you want to go to the lake? You know, like, okay, for example, here Christ was out on the lake. In the boat with the disciples. And all of a sudden... The winds and the waves started coming around them. And they began to cry out to the Lord, Hey, Lord, save us. But there he was standing out. You know, the disciples were actually in the boat. Jesus was actually in the water, on the water. And as they were separated from Christ at the time, here they were fishing in the middle of the lake. As soon as the storm hit, Christ appears to him. They thought he was a ghost. He bids Peter to come out on the water. Peter says, Lord, if it be you, bid me to come. And he said, hey, Peter, it's me. Come on. Bring it. So here Peter was, stepping out of the boat. And it took trust. See, many of you are just hanging in boats with disciples get fat on the word of God. You're not exercising your faith. See? You're not exercising your faith. See, you know what? With an exorcism, there's an exercising that's going on. And there's something in the spirit realm, a shifting and a happening that's taking place. We have to exercise It's like a spiritual workout And if you don't exercise your muscles You get atrophy They stop moving They stop responding They get weakened And see that's why God says Look don't be weary in well doing You'll reap if you faint not In other words don't tire out Keep pushing it keep going Why? Because see just like when you work out 
if you lift weights for a day or two and then you stop for two or three weeks and then lift weights for a day or two and stop for two or three weeks. Now, I'm not even a workout person. But don't say that I'm a big fitness person because I'm not. God knows I need a lot of help. But, with that being said, when you work out, you've got to be consistent. Jesus said, when you put your hand to the plow, don't look back, go forward. I take no pleasure in him that draws back. Okay? So you have to exercise your faith. And in order to exercise your faith, just like when you exercise your body, you got to get out of the house. you got to get out of the boat. You're just hanging out in the house of God, hanging out in the ark of God, hanging out in the boat with the disciples. And here Jesus is out on the water. That's where all the action is. That's where all the action is. See, a lot of us are hanging out in the house of God, getting spiritually out of shape, getting spiritually unhealthy, because we just eat, 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 which we need to meditate, 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 night and day. But guess what? If you eat, 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 don't exercise, you're going to have a few too many trips to the doctor than you really need. So, you know, Jesus said, the whole don't need a physician, but it does that are sick to do. And why is it that we have to hang out in our churches and in the synagogues and in these places of worship night and day, night and day, night and day, which is great because it's good to fellowship with God and, and be, you know, worshipers and stand on the wall and and do our warfare and be watching on the wall and pray and worship God and intercede and pray for the nations, and we need to do those things. But if you continue to do those things and you never get out, you never get out and you exercise your faith, you never get out and share your faith, you never get out and pray for the sick, you never get out and get to lead people to Christ or, or share your testimony. Or maybe help lay some foundation in somebody's life to help bring some biblical principles in their life. Or maybe it's just helping somebody in need and being a Christian and doing Christian service as the Lord leads you. We're not talking about dead work. We're not talking about pressure to perform. But we're talking about God speaking to your heart, giving you a benevolent heart, and then you acting on that heart of benevolence by helping people in need. That's what we're talking about, not... Just doing works, doing works. You gotta have a balance. Remember that. You gotta have a balance. Balance, 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 balance. So we meditate on the word. We eat and devour and chew up the scriptures. We, we exercise our faith. And one way we exercise our faith, we have to get out of the boat. And when Peter got out of the boat, see, that's where we were. We're going to jump back to where we were at. When Peter got out of the boat, he had to trust. He had to trust God that 
But he got out of that boat, he wasn't going to end up sharks for you. I mean, think about it. It's one thing to walk an aisle and pray at the end of the, in the front of the church for Jesus to come. Another thing to get out of a boat and walk on the water, on top of the water. So here he was, looking unto Jesus, looking unto Jesus, walking out there. Wow. Here comes Jesus. Wow. Probably just so in awe, laughing and amazing. Wow, I'm standing on the water. Wow, I'm not sinking. And as soon as he started to look at his situation, as soon as he started to look at the water, look at himself, as soon as he... The word as soon as he took his eyes off the Lord, he started to sing. And how is it once God puts us on the water, once God lifts us up, puts us in a position, once God starts answering our prayers, once God starts helping us, all of a sudden we take our eyes off of Jesus because we get comfortable. We take our eyes off of Jesus because we get comfortable because God actually blesses us. And all of a sudden... He lets it ride for a little bit. Then we start to think. Uh oh. Why? Because we took our eyes off the Lord. All of a sudden we started looking at our own abilities. We started looking at our own successes. We started looking at our instead of giving God all the glory. Instead of keeping our eyes on Jesus. Laying aside every weight and sin, looking unto Jesus, who the author and the finisher. See, he's trusted and he finishes it. He's the first and the last. To the end from the beginning, the beginning from the end. Come on. He's the one that holds the, the heavens in place and the stars in place and the earth spins the way it spins in the place that it does away from the sun in a perfect position so that you and I can have enough sunlight. Why? Because God commands it. Why? Because he's the one that holds it all together. And he's the one that's holding it all together in your life. And you think it's falling apart. But you don't realize that you'll just begin to listen to the Lord. He'll begin to walk you through. He won't leave you in it. He'll walk you through it. The problem is we don't want to listen. Do you remember prayer is listening? Not just speaking. That's where we were going also. We've got a couple different things that God's trying to speak to my heart tonight. I know for sure that hopefully somebody out there that's listening, this is speaking to your heart. God wants us listening. Listening, 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 listening. I will watch and see what the Lord would say unto me. Praise God. Are you watching? Are you looking? Can you see what the Lord is saying? Can you hear him? Can you hear the sound of his voice? Can you hear his voice calling? Because he's speaking. Believe me. Nobody speaks more than God speaks. And he's constantly declaring. His words have already been declared. See, that's the fun thing. He's already declared some things that, that, that he spoke in heaven. And it's already out there in the atmosphere. He's waiting for you to tune into the Holy Spirit. If you get to catch and listen and respond to what he's spoken and defined over your life. 
See, God has already declared and decreed your life. He already declared your life from the end to the beginning. He knows what's going to happen tomorrow. And he's already declared what your day will bring tomorrow. You know that? If you'll begin to tap into him and begin to listen, I will listen to the Lord speak to me. This is the way. Walk ye in it. And if you begin to listen to the Lord speak to you, if you begin to listen to the Lord say, hey, go this way. Oh, okay. See, some of you are going your own way. And there's a way that seems right to a person. At the end of it, this is what Proverbs says now. This isn't Chris's words. There's a way that seems right to a man, but the end of it is death. That's what the Proverbs say. And you can think your way is right. But see, there's only one way. There's only one counsel that stands, and that's the counsel of the Lord. See, the, the grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of the Lord stands forever. And if you want to stand like the tree of righteousness, then you better get rooted and grounded in the love. You better get rooted in the word. You better meditate on the word. And you better do what it says. I better do what it says. We all better start to obey. Pray and obey. Pray and obey. Pray and obey. Remember Ebony Hammer? Huh? How many rats heads we got out there? Or heathens? I know some of you heathens used to listen to Hammer. And some Christians. But his song was, and the funny thing was, is it got on the, it got on the rap stations, it got on the secular stations, it got on the MTV, it got on the Christian stations, it got everywhere. We got to pray just to make it today. Now think about that statement. Now here, this man was a minister of the gospel, and his music went all over secular everywhere all over the world. But there was a certain theme going on. You know, you don't hear that song too much anymore. But we got to pray just to make it today. So you need to realize God is your source. Recognize God is your source. Recognize God, your Father, our Father, my Father in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Give me this day my daily bread. Give us this day. Whoever you're praying, praying for yourself, praying for your family, praying for your friends, praying for your enemies. I don't know who you're praying for, unless you're letting us know about it. But I do know this. You'll begin to recognize God as your source. You'll begin to ask him, provide for me, Father. You're Jehovah Jireh. You're the one that provides the daily bread. You're the one that gives fruit from the earth. You're the one that gives us bread from the earth. You're the one that provides everything. Every good and perfect gift comes from God, the Father of life, who knows how to give good gifts to his children. Why do you hear me say this all the time? I'll tell you why. You need to get a burn in your heart. You need to have a revelation of it. You need to realize he's a good God. He's a good God. He's a good God no matter what religious person showed you different. He's a good God, no matter which hypocrite made you think that he wasn't. 
He's a good God, no matter whether or not things happen the way you thought, but they should, because you had everything figured out because you wanted to do things your way and then ask God to bless it. No. He's a good God. Period. And if you'll begin to say, God, I don't understand everything in my life. I don't understand why things happen the way they do sometimes. But all I know is you're a good God and you told me to rejoice always and to pray continually and in everything give thanks because this is the will of God for me in Christ Jesus. See, if you'll begin to get that in your spirit, begin to get that in your mind, and begin to get that in your life, and you'll be that living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. And God says, this is your reasonable service. This is your reasonable act of worship. God says, this is reasonable. What God's asking you to do is not unreasonable. In fact, his word itself tells you it's reasonable. He's never going to put more on you than you can bear. He might just feel like it. Hey, when you're going through hell, it feels like hell. Let's just call it state to state. But see, though you're hard pressed on every side, you'll not be destroyed. Though you're cast down, you'll not be destroyed. Because God says you're more than a conqueror. You're Christ Jesus that loves you. You're going to overcome. He calls you an overcomer for a reason. And how do you overcome? By the word of your testimony. What does that mean? It means you went through a death, and that testing of your faith produced some patience, and you exercised some faith when your faith was tried. And when you were in your storm, you got out of the boat. And when you got out of the boat on the water, you looked to Jesus because when you got your eyes off of Jesus, you started to sink and things got crazy and the weight and the sins began to choke out the word within you. So look unto Jesus and he will finish what he started in your life. Trust him to finish what he started in your life. Can you trust him tonight? Can you trust him today? Can you trust him in this season? Can you trust him in your child, in your circumstances, with your family, with your spouse, with your children, with your job, with your no job, with your money, with your not having money in this season, whatever situation you're going through, can you trust him? And if you can't, he says, if any of you lack wisdom, if any of you lack faith, ask God for it because he gives liberally unto all men. Just ask and you shall receive. You need a door open, that door is called us. The door of trust. So how do you do it? With all of your heart. Who do you lean on? Jesus, not your own understanding. Does he want to be acknowledged? Yes, he does, because he's holy and he's righteous and he's an awesome, amazing God, whether you acknowledge him or not, but he wants to be acknowledged in your life. Acknowledge me and I shall direct your path. Will he give you direction? Yes. Call unto me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things that you do not know. 
Let me pray for you. We're wrapping this up. God is so good. God is so good. He is. He's good. Not everything in life is good. Not in this season. God sure is, and we're going to just rejoice. We're going to pray continually. We're going to give thanks. Because he, he can turn it around. The seasons change. You can chop down a tree one season and it sprouts new life the next, right right through the stump. Starts a new tree. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for speaking to our hearts tonight. Father, we thank you for your holy person's word. That, Lord, you write your word on our hearts. We don't always have to crack a book. We don't always have to open a Bible. Although it's very important that we continually do on a daily basis, read your word and meditate. But, Father, you said you write your word on our hearts and that we're living it just to be read of all men. So, Father, make that true in our lives. Make us living epistles, write your word on our hearts so we don't sin against you, Lord. Father, give us a love for the we are those trees of righteousness. Help us to be faithful to you and step out of our boat. Whatever storms that we're facing, Lord, help us keep our eyes on you. Trusting you as our source. So, Father, we just ask this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. This is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and we will pick up the broadcast again tomorrow night. Uh, We'll be doing at least an hour, sometimes two, or anything there in between. Feel free to go to the website, www.prayerinternational.org. There's a 1-800 number there if you need prayer or need just to leave a prayer request. If somebody doesn't answer, you can leave your prayer request, and we'll check and continue to pray. Trust God. Trust God. Trust Him. That's all He wants you to do is trust Him. That's all He wants you to do is love Him. He wants you to know Him. See, what does God require of man? To know God and walk humbly with Him. That's right. Well, listen, we could go all night, but we're not going to. <laughs> but you know, the Bible says the Lord doesn't sleep or slumber. And so even though the broadcast may be closing for the evening, Jesus is not. And he's always listening, always waiting. So go to him, pray to him, seek him while he may be found. Prayer International Radio, have a good night. Bless you. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.